Cameo. What up, dude? Man, you know what? Been 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 rocking and rolling today, man. I I got a lot going on today, but I'm getting it done, brother. I am getting it done. You know, um, you know what, man? Hey, make me do some work. Yeah, yeah. Today is uh, I've been zoomed out and look, your boy getting an award today. You know, so well, shout congrats, out to, man. That's good yeah, that, just mean I've been here a long time. That's that's what that's what that means. I've been here a long ass time. Just uh, <laughs> means you would. That's okay. It means you you gainfully employed. Look, so I'm gonna rock out for that and get this little speech um, ready. But uh, you know what's more important than that right now? It's the Ball and Gems podcast, baby. We want to welcome everybody, each and every one of our listeners and supporters to the Ball and Gems podcast. I'm your co-host, Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. And I'm your other co-host, Prentice Belly from Ball and Prep. Also known as Peace Smooth. And together we Pete, formed... The original Pete. <laughs> we formed the Ball and Gems podcast duel. And we are headed uh, from the east to the east coast from the shore... On up to NYC, baby. That, that's what that's what we're doing. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check in with a WNBA rookie uh, right now and, and see where she's been, where she's at, and where she's going. And she is on time, on target, and ready to rock and roll. Let's we'd like to welcome New York Liberty's Jocelyn Willoughby to the Ball and Gems podcast. How you doing? Yes, do we have you on? Okay, yeah, I can good. hear you now. Okay, great. came in with the bomb energy. We like when people come in with the bomb energy. That, 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 right. Uh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you done done a whole lot of interviews, you know, <laughs> since your season uh, finished and then getting drafted to the WNBA. Uh, so we're excited for you. We're excited to have you on. Uh, yes, indeed. I'm sure there's a whole lot of changes going on. But first and foremost, how are you physically and mentally as we're kind of managing during these COVID times? Yeah, well, thank you for asking and thank you for having me. Um, overall, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Um, I think for me, you know, obviously it's challenging times for everyone. Um, and there's just a lot going on in, in the world right now. But I've tried to take this time um, coming out of college as a, as a time to reflect on my career, but then also prepare and look forward to my future. So just a time to um, really recharge and, and get ready for what's next for me. Um, so I've been blessed and fortunate um, in so many ways, uh, and I'm just, you know, trying to be appreciative and positive in this time, even though it's hard for so many people. Right, so many absolutely. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, Josh, Jocelyn has such a nice, calming, smooth voice, but then you are an absolute <laughs> monster on the court. Like, you know what? If, if, look, if I played against you on the court, you. you had that nice, sweet voice, but was giving me that work, I'd be so irritated. If I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, a lot of people are, um, are pretty thrown off, I think, when, when they have a moment to actually meet me in person or talk to me. So I think that's one thing. I catch a lot of people off guard, and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, that aggressiveness and assertiveness and dominating, uh, that's just a whole nother lot. That's a whole nother character you got going on over there on the court. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I guess my ultimate hey, goal Whatever works. <laughs> whatever works. So, hey, do, who put the ball in your hands many moons ago? Like, what age did you start, and who was the first one to encourage you to play hoop? Yeah, I started playing basketball when I was in the second grade. So I mean, oh, wow. Was, uh, like 
seven or eight years old. Um, and I have an older brother. And so for me, first starting to play was really just following around him. I think my parents did a phenomenal job of just getting us mm. involved in different things, whether it was swimming, karate. Um, and obviously my brother did a lot of those things first since he was older and whatever he did, I was just always like, can I go too? Or like, I want to do that. Um, and so, you know, once he started playing basketball, it wasn't too much uh, longer until I started playing. And, you know, my parent, my father especially would take us to the gym in the mornings and have us shoot around. And, and um, I think the, the fir- very first time he let me go, he was hesitant. And sure enough, um, was going to shoot and somebody shot a brick and the ball came and hit me in the face and I started crying. And he's like, see, this is why we didn't want you to come. You're too little. But, you know, I still stuck with it. And so... Um, I think definitely my brother and my father were the first ones, but then, you know, being able to get onto different teams and just yeah. meet phenomenal people who've been become family and mentors, that's that's what's kept me in the game. Hey, Cameo, I, I got a blast for the past for you. I know I may cut you off. This is hilarious. When I talked to Jonathan earlier today, I told her she doesn't understand how long I've been following her career. I went back, I actually wrote about Jocelyn in April twenty fourteen. <laughs> At the T Wow D South Classic, Beverly Baker does it. And yeah. I'm gonna I'm read what I said about her. You tell me if I was accurate. Go ahead, go ahead. Willoughby, a six foot forward, played extremely well, showing that she has all around games. She can attack from the wing or a low post present at both ends of the floor. Willoughby has a really strong interior game with a nice blend of athleticism and power. She also shows she's the face of game. You're going to love this part. Attacks with effective mid range jumper that extends out to the three point line. The rebounding that- is there. Hold on, I ain't done with the ability to put the ball on the floor. She does a great <laughs> job at initiating the fast break. Willoughby has a WNBA body with major D1 talent. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, the only thing he left out was don't let the voice fool you. That's the right. only that's right. All. <laughs> and that's probably because I hadn't spoke to him yet. <laughs> but that is a, that is it's about crazy. right. And, and first of all, shout out to Pete for the great job. But but Jocelyn, that 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 takes us over here. What is your fondest grassroots memory? Your fondest one, whether it was just a teammates, a trip, a location, where you like, man, I remember that. Oh man, there's so so many memories. Sure, um, many as you want. <laughs> Rock out. <laughs> okay, I think I think one memory that just sticks out to me is um, I was saying this the other day, like my first uh-huh. left hand layup, and I always think it was in the championship game of a police athletic league, um, a team local, you know, near me. And I remember, you know, weekends, my, my brother and I would go and, um, do workouts on our own. So I've been practicing my left hand layup, but I never did it with my team or in a game for that matter. So it was the championship game towards the end of the game too. And I, you know, the game just slowed and I was driving left. And I got close to the basket and said, I'm like, can I get a right hand layup ball? Which I do my left hand. And so I went up with the left and the girl ended up fouling me, made it and won. And got subbed out um, not too long after that. And my coach just pulled me over. He's like, can I just do a left hand layup? I just it. About how old? Like, like what grade was that? Uh, that was maybe oh my God. third grade. You used your weak hand in the third grade? Um, yeah. Right. You used your quote-unquote weak hand in the third grade. Yeah, well, I always, I always played up, and so 
definitely developed, I think, certain skills a little bit quicker or faster than others. But, you know, that was the first time yeah, right. I was pulled out in a game. So right. that, was, that was a special. Yeah, so that's one, by the way, that your confidence just um, soar after that. It's something about practicing something and then executing it in a game. And you're like, huh, I can do that a few more times. No, that's one of the, that's honestly one of the best feelings ever. Just like when you've been working on something, and you finally get the confidence to right. do it, to try it, um, and then when yeah. it's successful, of course. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know. Okay, I can I can do up. this. All right, and then you was giving us the second story. Yeah, and so I think the other one would be with my AAU team. Um, okay. I excel. We uh, what tournament was this? Um, I don't even remember which tournament, but it was in North Carolina. And uh, we got into the championship game against Mac Urban Fire, and it went down to double overtime. And so it's pretty much, you know, whoever scored first wow. won that game. And so it was a tight game, and one of my teammates hit a free throw, and then our whole organization Y'all just stormed the floor. You probably was at Deep cheering. South. You may have been I'm at the Deep I'm South. I think he was, was at the Deep South. South. I'm almost through that. Because I'm, I'm thinking I might have been there. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> as well. I think so. I'm like, and you mobbed the court, and it, was you at the bottom of the pile? You remember you just down there. You just out there. Oh, well, we didn't pile <laughs> up, but we were just... <laughs> jumping on each other and just yelling and screaming and chanting so that was definitely a moment um that i probably won't forget ever but just amazing feeling. So, so, so what was your most memorable uh i'm sorry memory for from this year so you got a chance to play with uh with tina thompson how did that uh how did how, how did you like that experience yeah i think my most memorable moment from this year was probably i'd say hitting um a end of shot clock um, three against mm. ODU to give us the go ahead and we ended up um, winning that game and so I think that was that was a huge moment for me because I, I think personally I was playing pretty awfully all throughout that game and so just for my teammates and coaches to have the confidence in me to even though I've been missing shots all all game um, to, th- to draw up this play for me at the end and for me to execute or for the team to execute that was um, definitely an empowering moment for me. And, you know, it's always good when you kind of can get yeah. over that hurdle in a game, when you're just, things right. aren't flowing, um, but you just stick with I like it. That. So I think that was probably one of the bigger um, highlights. And kind of talk, talk a little bit about, because you just tapped into something when you said, you know, being, being feeling empowered. And once you've obviously repped some things mm-hmm. out and you're proving yourself in practice and now the coach believes in you, and they start drawing stuff up specifically for you. What does that do for a player when you have a coach that really believes in you like that? And it's a timeout, it's clutch, and they start drawing and they like, yo, hey Jay, you know, we coming to you on this one. Uh talk a wait, little wait, bit about did that. You just give her a nickname? Yeah, that's Jay, that's Jay, Jay Dub. <laughs> I wasn't Jay, gonna say anything. Look, Jay Dub, Jay Dub. Look, look, this is you. What what hold on, what is your nickname that you like? You can't be giving people nicknames. What is your nickname? Yeah, well, do you have a nickname? Are you, are you going to accept his? <laughs> um, I mean, I have quite a few. What's your favorite? What's your favorite by one? By different people. So, um, most common is Josh. Okay, we're going to go with Josh. But, 
I mean, a lot of people get that confused with Josh as in Joshua. So sometimes I'm just, like, no, you, you know, I'm just going with J Dub. I'm just going with J Dub. Right? You so cannot right give her a nickname. This is the Ball and Gems podcast. We're giving <laughs> it to J Dub for the podcast. So, J Dub, what is this? <laughs> so, tell me, what does that feel like uh, to have a coach that's, that empowers you like that? Um, I think it definitely is a game changer. I think, uh, especially for a lot of players, that's something that they mm. struggle with, you know, just confidence. Um, and sometimes, you know, I think players have the tendency to project certain things or certain feelings. Like, they may have confidence in themselves, but they don't feel like their coach mm. has confidence in them. So then they start to doubt themselves and, you know, try and change who they are as a player. Um, and I think so different players go through different waves of confidence at different times. I think when your coach believes in you and says that to you, that, that helps mm-hmm. boost your confidence. Um, I think for me, you know, all throughout my college career, I've been a pretty um, consistent contributor. So even when coach Tina Thompson came in, it wasn't so much of um, doubting us. She had confidence in me. It was more so, I think, from especially my junior and senior season, developing more mm. confidence in myself and knowing that, you know, I've been putting in the work, getting so many reps at these. So, you know what, this is the senior season I want to have and I need to step into mm. this role and just do it. Um, so I think it was more of a matter of me deciding um, for myself, but always having uh, the support of the staff and just their confidence and especially my teammates I like well. that you said you were a consistent contributor yeah, you know like with like, like one of the things that Prentice and myself talked to a lot of the grassroots level players uh, and college players about it is one you gotta be productive like like you're, you're like you gotta mm-hmm. be productive and a coach will tap into that and then take you beyond you know as far as empowering right. people want it the other way you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that is something about being consistent and being reliable and yes. people saying, yo, you know, when I call on her, she comes through. Right. And look in right. practice, in film, in the classroom. And now I feel like in life, in life. You know, now I feel comfortable saying, you know what, we're going to put it on the line with Jocelyn and I and I think that that means right. something you know when when did you kind of realize you were on uh like the WNBA radar so to speak because one of the things that was one of the highlights for me for this year's draft was the genuine mm-hmm. joy that that I'm yeah. sure many people have said it the genuine joy that was captured when you heard your name called sent it, it gave me chills yeah. You know, it wasn't even my moment. You know, it wasn't even my moment. And I was like, like yeah. You like to people moments. Well, that was <laughs> it wasn't my, I was like, yeah, look what, AP, look what we did. Look. Right, right. Your buddy ain't red. What's And I ain't done nothing, right? <laughs> but, but talk a little bit about when, when you realized you was on the radar and then hearing your name called, kind of kind of just what that felt like. And did you expect it? Did you expect yeah. it called in the first round? I mean, it was an unbelievable moment. I think uh, in the weeks heading into the draft, I had a, a sense that I could go first round. But, you know, I always say that's that. guaranteed, especially especially with a draft that has so many, so many moving pieces and so much talent, honestly. So for me, you know, it was a matter of, okay, having confidence, having hope, but not getting my hopes too high. Um, and knowing that things could change and um, more than anything, just appreciating the opportunity to be drafted, regardless of what right, round right. it was in. Um, 
And so I think that was the biggest thing. But in terms of when, you know, the WNBA came a little bit clearer in terms of like this could happen, I'd say um, after the, I watched the 2019 mm-hmm. draft and that night I literally sat down. I was like, okay, when's the 2020 <laughs> draft? So I Googled it. Put that. And I, I, I put it in my wow. And so. I said to myself, you know, when this day comes a year from now, I want to be a part of that. Nice. Um, and so it, it, I think it started to really set in, even though, you know, having conversations with my coaches who have a ton of WNBA experience, um, having conversations with coaches in the WNBA who could potentially draft mm. me. But it was really the day before the draft where I got my calendar alert. And it's like 2020 wow. WNBA draft. That's so, cool. It reminded me that, you know, this is something, this is a goal I set. And as I got more confidence in thinking like, okay, this can be a reality. But more importantly, as I work towards it, for it to actually um, happen and come full circle and come to fruition, it it was just unbelievable. Um, And to be able to celebrate with, you know, my friends and family, my coaches, teammates, it was... um, really really something special and unbelievable wow that that's look that's what i'm talking about and now i believe you guys <laughs> do liberty have six rookies and, uh yeah it's, and all it's, six it's, made the roster right <laughs> <laughs> I, mm-hmm. like, that's gonna be once it can come back that level of energy as you guys grow together that's gonna be crazy so wait how do you think yeah. about the because when you draft who drafted you originally Phoenix, yeah. Uh, Phoenix you Mercury. I, I bet you were super excited. First, you were excited to win to the Phoenix Mercury, but you was really excited when you knew you was going home, wasn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey, she's smiling now. You're smiling right now. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I love that. You, you know, it's just, I think both um, programs would have provided such different right. experiences. One, you're surrounded by veterans, and you have an opportunity to compete with really the best who've already established and proven themselves and just soak up all that they have to pour in to you. Um, and I think in this situation with the Liberty, I'm so excited because as you mentioned, it's, it's a bunch of young players. Um, and so, you know, we've had different college experiences and to be able to, you know, in some cases for me, not play against each other, but to play right, with right. each other now. Um, but also, as you said, to, to, compete with each other to learn and grow together um in addition to the vets who are still relatively young in the WNBA but to do something special um and in a a place that's close to me uh or or somewhat home I think you you know that's not something I would have dreamed Mm. of a few years ago but it's happening and so I'm just kind of so ready to take advantage of that it wasn't hurt to have a few family members and family and friends up in the stands every game either Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, hopefully, hopefully things will clear up and it'll be safe right, to do so. Um, but I've literally had, you know, elementary teachers and staff tell me like, wow. we're gonna come. Our Cochran family's gonna be there to support you. Um, my, I went to the different elementary, middle, and high school. So just different people from each of those schools um, have reached out and be like, we're gonna, you know, do an alumni event and come to the game. Uh, different basketball programs and coaches so I think that's so special yeah. to me to be able to you know for all the people who, who poured into you teachers and coaches I think that's one thing everybody looks right. forward to, to to see the fruits exactly. of their labor I love um, that. 
and so to be able to provide that and like be a part of that is something I'm, I'm really you gave, me, you gave me two bucks right <laughs> so it's becoming uh, our, our trending towards the, the end of the conversation I do want to get this because uh, you're so eloquent in your speaking and I want to make sure that that people who aspire to even be college players that they hear this what was like the biggest mm-hmm. transition for you um, from high school senior to incoming freshman Mm. okay I I honestly that's a hard question for me because I think I didn't realize this at the time but in retrospect I had a very very transition and so for me you know I was blessed to go to a really um, challenging Mm -hmm. high school uh, and so academically, that prepared me, you know, then in high school, it was a matter of, okay, time management, which, you know, clearly you're going to need in college. And that translates um, getting a sense of what your priorities are. You know, are you, how are you going to spend your extra time? Are you doing your homework? Are you going out partying? There's nothing wrong with either, but you have to know and decide for yourself. Um, I think, you know, just certain skills of like, how do you deal with adversity? Um how do you become resilient when either a class isn't going your way, uh, when you're working your butt off but aren't getting the results mm. that you think that mm. you should have? Um, those were some things that I think I started to develop in high school that I was able to translate into college um, that just gave me a step up, I think, mm. above my, some of my peers in terms of my transition. I think uh, probably one hard thing for me is that I was recruited as a guard and I was playing the four when right, I came to college. Right. And um, that's not something I was <laughs> right, expecting to be banging at the post, right, right. you know, even though, I, even though I do have a post presence. But I think, you know, you come to a point where, again, it's, it's what's important to you. And I think for a large part of my college career, you know, I put the success of the team above myself right. in many ways. Um, so for me coming in as a guard playing a four it was okay I still want to develop and so I have to put in extra extra work which I didn't do the best at this my first year because I was doing both a lot on the school academic end and also athletically but knowing okay I want to develop as a guard because that's the position I feel that I am and I have to do that on the side but for the success and, and goals that my team has this is the position they want me to play at so I think a lot of players struggle with um, being being selfless and buying in to the culture and program and vision um, that your college coach or, or your team has. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of, uh, just the mentality, right. I think, um, is something that a lot of people don't expect or don't, or undervalue, I guess. Uh, but it's really, really important um, when you're making a transition from from any level to the next. Hey, that's awesome! I love that answer. I, um, Kevin, you, I think I think Kevin was speechless over there. I think it's time. I think I'm to the campus, but I'll let you yeah, I, I do want to at least like like that was <laughs> like when like you answered the question in in a way that's going to help a lot of people. Oh, a ton of people! Like it's going to help a, a lot of young women. No, for no, for real. And I, I, I you so. trust me on it because we get those type of questions and we can answer, but it's different, it's different when it's when it's your when it's you, right? And and you and, and yeah. you just did it. <laughs> Right, and they could see where you were, where you, the in the in the whole voyage, like the whole journey, the ups to downs, and then see where you are. So it, it gives a lot of credibility when it's not just 
you didn't just talk it, but you walked it. Right. right, and now you get to come yeah. back and talk it again. Right, that is big time, and so definitely thank you for being transparent yeah. and genuine about that. Yes, no, no problem. I, I think it's important. I think some people um, look at my career and you know just see the highs, but um, a lot of people I think overlook what went into it, or you know, it wasn't always peachy you know there were challenges to it um and so i think it's important to be honest about that and um to say like yeah you can get through it you know when things are hard it's not the end of the day um but it's just a matter of you know being honest in that it's not always going to be perfect right right that's awesome okay look p do you have anything else she she didn't rock it enough for me yeah no i i got got the (laughs) most important question today are you standing up or sitting down I'm okay, okay, good. That's good. We don't want you to get hurt or nothing. The liberty ain't gonna be on our heads. Like, right, 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 right. Uh-oh. All right, here's the question. What is your go-to snack right now? <laughs> uh, my go-to snacks right now is probably some grapes, honestly. But that changes. <laughs> what you go? You go green or red? What you going with? Green? Um, I'll generally go red, a little bit sweeter, yeah, no. but Every now and then I'll go yeah, with green. You get a bad batch of green, man. It just be sour. Nobody likes sour grapes. Yeah. Right. Look, literally and figuratively. Literally. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. look, look. Like, like, not at, not at all, right? Yeah. That'll yeah. throw you yes. off, but I think you can never really go wrong with with I the agree. red. So, uh, Johnson, you know? it's been a joy, a pleasure to get you on the Ball of Jim podcast. And no, thank you so much for having hey, me. Hey, you got you have a home with us. Whenever you need to come on, you are more than welcome to come on. But also make sure to let everybody know your Instagram and Twitter if you have those. Okay. Well, both are Swish Beast um, for Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, I, I will definitely want you guys to publish this. I'll retweet and spread the you. word. So I appreciate yeah, it. I, 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 I would like a follow back, you know, since I've been giving you love since day one. Uh, okay, I, hey, got look, you. I mean, yeah, you can't be not following us back now. Like, I mean, we okay, okay we family you. now. We fam, think... fam now. Hold up, I don't even <laughs> got to say. What you got to say? I am not. I think a lot of times I believe I don't necessarily belong to this generation in the sense I'm not the most active on social media, but that is my growth edge and an area where I can do better. Hey. So I will definitely follow you guys. Hey, baby back. girl, that, that's where you're going to get that cheddar at now, baby. Marketing look, look. is everything. Marketing <laughs> is, and look, we here for you. We so got we, you. I know. We're about, run, we're about I to, hey, we're about to run you up. Hey, let me look. <laughs> we're about to look and see where you are on Twitter with your followers. And we gonna we gonna put out a number and tell the people we need to go hit that number in the next two days. That's what we oh, we, we got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you so much. Appreciate thank you so much. We really you. appreciate your time. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Have you a too. good one. Take care. Bye. That was awesome, Cameo. That is, I'm telling you, man. That this this week we didn't have some heat. <laughs> We didn't have some fire, people that, that been off the chain. Like, how would you like to have coached her? You know what I mean? With, with that work ethic, that mentality, that understanding, and that skill set, and that versatility, right? Like, like, how would you have liked right. that? Like, like, so 
I, I, hey man, listen, hey, that's another one in the books. I am your co-host, Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. I'm your other co-host, Prentice Bailey from Ball and Prep. And together we just rocked an exciting, fresh, new perspective of the New York Liberty rookie, Jocelyn Willoughby, who absolutely killed the, the podcast, man. It is so much great content there. For University players, of Virginia. For, for parents. Shout out, Tina. You know, man, that, that was, was awesome, man. So, yeah, hey, please continue to support us. Don't just tell one friend. Not two, not three, not four, not five, but tell everybody. everybody. Tell everybody. Support, subscribe, follow her, run her up, retweet it. We appreciate you guys. Keep rocking with us. We'll keep rocking with you. Peace. Right. Holla.